You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. And welcome to Trophy Horse. This is episode 406, and we have finally cracked into fall and finally cracked into October. Yield, how do you feel about the month of October? It's, to be honest, one of my favorite months of the year. Well, only in the Midwest can we go from the AC to the heater in a day. Yeah, I don't know how it is for the rest of the country, but uh, in the Midwest, we generally don't have fall. We have fall weather for maybe a week or two, but then it goes straight from scorching hot to dead cold of winter. And we, and we almost did that in a day. We were in the 90s and then turned around and was in the 40s for lows in a day. So that was kind of Yeah, I mean, for us here, it's been like it was in the 90s a couple days this week. And then we dropped down to 75 during the day, which and, you know, just below 70. So it's been some nice crisp fall weather, which, I mean, it's t- the time of the year for apple cider and pumpkin patches and hay rides. And like, I mean, the beautiful colors of fall and Halloween and all the... We actually went to the costume shop today to buy a bunch of costume uh, stuff for the kids' costumes, buy some decorative stuff for the house. So I'm in the Halloween spirit, to be honest. Ooh, spooky. Indeed. Is Rocket League doing any kind of spooky Halloween event this year? They are. I don't. It should be starting soon. You know what? I will Google that up. I, I did see that they are doing a, a Halloween thing. Because I will tell you that Crash Team Racing has released its greatest Grand Prix and it is very spooky-themed. It's actually called the Spooky Grand Prix, and I'll get more into that once we get into what we've been playing here shortly. But while Yield is looking that up, let's, uh, let's get into our updated trophy counts. Tricky is a level 50 with a total trophy count of 11,796 total trophies and a platinum count of 198. I am level 31 with a total trophy count of 6,924 and a platinum count of 102. Steve is level 16 with a total trophy count of 2,209 and a platinum count of 11. While Sid is level 39 with a total trophy count of 9,209 and a 168 platinums. And Yield, then care I to share yours. And sitting at a level 28 with a trophy count of 5,884 and a platinum count of 91. All right, Yield, so what has your digging revealed okay, for this, in regards to the Rocket League Halloween event? Because last year they had the, the event with the candy corn in-game currency, correct? Still investigating. You know what? Let's go. We'll just go ahead and research throughout the show and just kind of... Come October 18th. Okay, so October 18th is the start of the event. How long does it run? It doesn't... St- uh, there it is. Until November 2nd. The 18th of the 2nd is the Halloween event. So that's only a couple weeks. I feel like they've usually had these for longer, but I could be wrong. Uh... I believe you're right, but now since they've got the season pass in full swing, maybe they'll cut down the events. I'm really glad to hear that the uh, the actually the event doesn't start until the 18th because that gives me plenty of time to uh, roll through the crash the CTR nitro fueled spooky Grand Prix and get all the items and characters that I want from that. Absolutely, because I mean, like I can't I can't pick between the two. I want all the items from both. Because Rocket League is one of my favorite games, so if they're putting out some, some baller Halloween merchandise or stuff that I can use to decorate my car, then 
I am all for that. Absolutely. So uh, how long does your Grand Prix last? This Grand Prix lasts until early November. It's about, it's pretty much a month, maybe a couple okay. days longer than a month. So this one will extend into November. It just started this past Friday. And um, I mean, I we guess we might as well jump into uh, into what we've been playing. Like all the, the kids and the adults like to jump into Halloween costumes later this month. So, yeah, so the, the latest Grand Prix in Crash Team Racing is called the Nitro, or excuse me, the Spooky Grand Prix, and they've actually, uh, you sent me a picture on Twitter, you showed me a picture of the updated roadmap for the Grand Prix, which they've actually got two Grand Prix, Grand Prix, the Neon Circus, and then the, oh, the, the last one was for Christmas, it was Christmas-themed, I can't remember exactly what it was, like the Gingerbread, um, shit, I can't actually remember what it's called, but... It's uh, yeah, so they've got two more Grand Prix after this, which means they've had six Grand Prix in total, which is pretty damn amazing. The amount of post content or post launch content that they've had in the game, you know, all things considered, it's it's a rarity to see this much content and this much free content to come out after a game's release. And the community's really acted really well. There's still tons of people playing online. Uh, the in- online infrastructure is still pretty shaky, so. Sometimes it's hard to find a, a game to get into. Sometimes it is you'll get kicked out of like five straight games before you can actually stick into one. So that can be kind of frustrating. But the amount of post-launch content, especially just in one Grand Prix, is is getting insane. So, I mean, we're approaching probably like 50 characters in the game because you get, you know, we've had, through the Grand Prix, we've had, let's see, 14 characters added. And each oh, one wow. has had at least four skins. So, yeah, they're definitely, Beanox is definitely putting the work into Crash Team Racing, you know, the whole microtransaction thing with Activision, all the scumminess of that aside, still is a sore spot for a lot of people, and it's actually changed the view, people's view of the game, but the amount of content that they put out post-launch is probably, I mean, yeah, Rocket League's done it for longer, but as far as short burst content every month, I, it's hard to think of people who have supported their game as well as Beanox has supported Crash Team Racing. Uh, so yes, they have a Halloween Grand Prix. It's a lot of fun. Nina's nightmare, Nina Cortex, uh, Cortex's niece. She is the, uh, she is the, one of the new characters to come in along with Embryo and Komodo Mo, a couple, um, other favorites from the game series that kind of seem to be focusing on villains this time of the round, uh, you know, the whole spooky theme to everything. Uh, Komodo Mo was actually supposed to be in the original release of the game back in the nineties, but Naughty Dog didn't have enough time to add him in there. So it's nice to see Komodo Mo finally get in there with his brother. Uh, the Komodo Brothers, two of my favorite characters from the Crash universe. But yeah, so they've got three new characters, some really awesome skins. There's like Tiny Werewolf and Frankenstein Embryo. There's also Pirate Papu Papu. There's Metalhead Oxide. So there's a lot of great stuff in there. Um, it looks like they're, the fake Crash, one of his legendary skins, it looks like he was slimed by Slimer because he's like just got this green goop all over him. Monster fake Crash. So there's a ton of content in this one, and I just love the whole spooky vibe and everything, because I love Halloween, I love October, everything that goes along with it. So this is done really well, and it's a really great way to capitalize on the season, because, you know, we are seasonal beans, pumpkin spice lattes come out, you know, once it gets cold, we all want soup, we want to stay in, so uh, this is really a bunch of great marketing, and it's nice to see beyond this one that they've got even more stuff planned and they're going to throw even more characters at us and who knows how many more grand prix they're going to do but i think that the fact that they have done six is more than enough content you know for us to be happy with yield has homer played much crash team racing outside of the initial flurry that he did uh you know i haven't seen him playing any so i'm gonna say no um 
we're supposed to go down. All the guys are supposed to go down next weekend. So I'm going to get my chance to, to give it a whirl and play some, you know, split screen. So I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so from the screenshot that you sent me, the Grand Prix roadmap, the uh, the Winter Festival is the final festival of the year. So it goes from Spooky Grand Prix to the Neon Circus Grand Prix, which we presume will be adding um, a lot of characters from Crash Tag Team Racing, as well as the Winter Festival, which the shadow for the Winter Festival, curiously enough, has a moose character in it. And a lot of people are speculating that is a original character created by Beanox. And, you know, you think about it, like, it's really weird because Super Smash Brothers is another one of these games where... It's hard to create your own brand new characters because there are so many characters from the Crash universe that people want in the game because there's been alone three racing games plus all the other Crash games. So people are like, oh, we want this character. We want this character. You know, we want Pasadena Opossum or we want Von Clutch. So it's really cool to actually see that they're going to get the chance to add a brand new character into the game. So I'm, is- I'm hyped about uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Kart. Like, it, they're continuing to keep my interest going, so uh, good on Beeznox for that. I will say that there was a bit of a, a snafu with the release of the new Grand Prix. Because, oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, Friday night, if you started to play, there was um, an issue with, like, I, it was mostly on the PS4 and the Switch, but there were some cases on the Xbox where you would complete Grand Prix challenges, but you wouldn't get Nitro from them. Mm. And then also, some people reported they weren't getting any coins at all from races. So the fact that, you know, these Grand Prix are heavily based on unlocking content from the store as well as unlocking content, you know, through the Nitro Bar, that was a huge problem because you're pissing people off because they're like, hey, I'm excited for this new Grand Prix, but I can't unlock anything even though I'm playing. It basically felt like a huge waste of time. Now, there are some fixes on the PlayStation. I found a fix for me uh, online. Basically, where Activision supports that if you clear your catch, then um, – or your cache. If you clear your cache – then it'll sometimes clear up the issue because I had the issue where I was unlocking maybe half of the challenges were working and I was unlocking content form or nitro points, I should say. So if you're having an issue on the PlayStation 4, what I did was I turned off my console and once the console light stopped blinking to signify that it was completely off, I unplugged the power cord from the back of the console, waited about 30 seconds, plugged it back in, turned the game back on, went to the game and everything was fixed. I was earning nitro for everything and you know all the, the challenges had updated. So that could be a fix for you on the PlayStation if you're having trouble on the Xbox or the Switch, you know, go online and look because it does seem like there are fixes for it. But, I mean, yeah, people were all over this on Reddit, on Twitter. Like, people were really pissed off, and understandably so. You know, Beanox has, you know, considering that they have a roadmap figured out and pictures of the um, the tracks and the ideas for the characters, they are being working on these, tr- like, these Grand Prix ahead of time. So you figure they would have months and months to test this so that this kind of thing wouldn't happen. But, yeah, so there is a work, way or, a work around for it. But it's just, it was just an incredibly frustrating night for me on Friday because it's a night that I had a chance to plow through the game, and I couldn't. And I was quite furious about it. Oh, yeah, I'd be really annoyed, especially since, like you said, you know, you've only got so long to be in the top, was it 5% to get yeah, everything? I mean, you've got plenty of time because, like, once you um, get to the, the cap on gold level, like, you know, because last Grand Prix there were... You know, anybody who registers Nitro during that period is counted into the leaderboard, so you can either get the... You can be in the top 5% on the... Uh, Grand Prix leaderboards like the races or in the Nitro leaderboards and doing it on the Nitro is is so much easier because anyone who gets Nitro is counted in so like last month there were over 600,000 people so if you're like in the top 40,000 people you're gonna get the uh, the decal or the Nitro card or the champion card so it's not really that hard to get in the top five I think I got like I cleared all the challenges that I needed to in 15 days and like for the second half of the Grand Prix I didn't play at all and I still was in the top five oh okay 
But yeah, so I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, other than Crash Team Racing, I've just been playing some um, Hungry Shark. I finished all the challenges I think I'm going to finish for that game. I've got all the trophies but one. I found out there's not actually a platinum when I thought there was a platinum this entire time, but nope. But yeah, it's one of those games where some of the challenges, like the game has become very grindy and, you know, initially it was very fun and unlocking all the sharks is a lot of fun. Playing with the sharks is a lot of fun and, you know, going for that arcade style, like high score, tons of fun. But I'm also at the point where the sharks missions are very grindy. Like one of them, like two of them, the last two that you get after beating the final boss is that you have to, some of the missions are like survive 45 minutes in this environment or you know, swim 250,000 uh, kilometers and just the most grindy things that you can imagine. And it's just like, do I really want to do this for some trophies? Like even just one trophy that's just like a silver trophy. Do I want to? Even yes. for the 100%? Yes. So while I've had a lot of fun with that game, I'm also to the point now where it's like, I, I it's so grindy that I'm not actually having fun with the game. And the only way I would play the game is to get 100% in the trophies and I'm not sure if it's worth it. It's worth it. You're a very bad influence, Shield, but your peer pressure will not work on me. Do it, man. All the cool kids are doing it. No, all the uh, all the cool kids are drinking White Claw and uh, vaping these days. And I, I'm well, I will drink some White Claw, but I'm, I'm certainly not I'm cool not enough vaping. to vape. Yeah, no. Yield, sir, what have you been yeah. playing? So, been playing some rock. Did, did you have a hair in your mouth? All I heard is you was like spit something out, like you had a hair in your mouth. Uh, something like that. Uh, I have been playing some Rock Band 4. Been playing some Wreckfest. Are you trying uh, to catch up, like, beat Tricky in Rock Band 4? Because, like, last week, he was going through all the categories that he had bested you in. Are you trying to steal your crown back? No, I'm not trying to steal my crown back. His his stuff and my stuff aren't, aren't jiving because my stuff, I'm ahead of him. So, you know, whatever. There's some uh, hocus pocus going on in Tricky's information. There's some hocus pocus. The Sanderson sisters are the only one that allowed to do some hocus pocus. Tricky, you calm your so, shit down. So I've been doing that. Uh, like I said, some Wreckfest, uh, Trackmania Turbo, and uh, World of Warships. How is the World of Warships going for you, sir? Pretty good. Like I said, I'm four trophies away from a platinum. One trophy is going to be the one that I'll probably have the most trouble with, which is the you have to sink a ship by flooding and have 50%. And you have to sink a ship by flooding it out and delete 50% of its health with flooding. So it's just a matter of constantly playing a destroyer and, and hitting him with like one or two torpedoes. And he just happened to use his... his uh, all his repair party and you flood him out and no one else shoots him. It, it, it's just one of them things that it's just going to happen just right. So it'll happen when you're not expecting it to happen. Exactly. So I've got that trophy. I've got to get one of my commanders up to level 16, which I can pretty much do that whenever I want. I've got to have a German or a Japanese ship at tier 7, which I'm close to my Japanese destroyer, and I have to... Sir, win. that is called Godzilla. It's not a battleship, it's Godzilla. It's, it's Godzilla. It, that, that's the super secret battleship, is Godzilla. And then... It wins everything. It, it wrecks everybody. 
And then I have to be a part of a division, win the match, and survive the match for that trophy. I just haven't really divisioned up with anybody. So, that's so how far are you game. from the platinum in that game? Four trophies. Going to happen anytime soon? Probably not. Gotta love that fo- grind, Yield. I'm, I'm kind of focusing on different ships. And I thought about... Because, see, when, when, when I got my Tier 7 trophy for my American and British side, my, my trophy was the uh, USS Iowa. That was the Tier 7 battleship for the United States. The most boring ship in the entire world, the USS Iowa. So I thought about making my German and uh, Japanese trophy the Bismarck. But I, ha- I haven't started my German battleship line yet. So, it's all a matter of when I... It, we'll just see. If I end up getting that that torpedo trophy, then I might be like, you know what the heck with it, and then go ahead and get my Tier 7 Japanese destroyer, and boom, there's that trophy, and then finish it out, since I'll have, you know, the harder of the four trophies down. You know what this game really needs? What? The ability to give nicknames to your ships. That would be something. Like, you could have a submarine and name it Sandwich. <laughs> oh, right. You, did, did you say that there's not submarines in the game before in a previous episode? Yes, not yet. They're adding submarines on the PC version. God, that was the... the <laughs> That sandwich joke was probably the worst possible thing that could come out of my mouth at that point, as far as jokes go. How could you let me get away with that yield? I enjoyed it. You should have. You should have stoned me no. in front of a public arena or in no. a public arena. No, it, it was a good one. Well, the, the USS sandwich. Well, if there is any developer that deserves a fleet of sandwiches it is rocket league's developer psionics because they're doing good work out there yield they are doing good work i really enjoy them so this is going to transition us into our first story where um you know rocket league for a while there went with kind of the loot box system where you would win crates while playing throughout the game and you would need a key to unlock them you would have to pay for a key now they are going from those crates which are essentially you know loot boxes because what you get from them is random and you don't know what you're going to get before you buy them they are changing over to blueprints, which allow you to see exactly what it can be made from that blueprint, what items you're going to get, essentially. So, as before, where it's random, now with the blueprints, you can see exactly what you're going to get before you buy the, before you spend money to unlock them, essentially. Which is a great, great thing, Yield. I mean, how many times have we talked on loot box and even, like, regulators getting in, in you know, in lines or, like, at least bringing up the idea of heavily regulating these uh, loot boxes because of people spending money on them and then who knows what you're going to get out of them. Even potentially tying them to gambling, you know? Oh, yeah, I absolutely agree. I've, I've said it before. You know, I've, I've tried for a couple of things with my keys and I've gotten random paint job, which is, is really nothing cool. But the, the ability um, to know what you're getting... That is really cool. They uh, also said that they're going to have like a rotating, they're going to have like a shop with rotating items that you can 
you can uh, buy, use credits to buy for. So I like that because I've said there's a couple of goal scores that have been in these crates, like the fireworks one, that I would have gladly probably given them two bucks for, three bucks for. Yeah, now this information is coming from an IGN article by writer Matt Perslow. So thank you, Matt, for the information. But, I mean, yeah, like, loot boxes have become increasingly more controversial as, you know, games that use them get bigger and bigger. You've got companies like EA, you know, standing behind them, but you've got others like Rocket League moving away from them, you know, because, like, there have been talks about, are loot boxes gambling? Um, and it's becoming, like, lawmakers are starting to, eye, like, eye in on them more and more. Like, yes, they've taken shots at video games on many different fronts, but they're starting to zero in on the loot boxes and the aspect of it possibly being gambling because, you know, the, re- the government has to regulate gambling. We can't just let people make their own choices. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this is another great move by Psionics, and I love the fact that they're going to have a rotating item shop because it would be nice if there was an item, you know, may- say someone just picked up Rocket League within the past six months and they didn't have a chance to get some of the holiday items of last year, whether it be Halloween or it be from, like, the Christmas event. It'd be really fantastic if some of those old items that maybe you didn't have a chance to pick up came back in the shop. So, like, it kind of is like um, uh, like Crash Team Racing. There is a rotatum item shop in that game, the Pit Stop, which you can use in-game currency, which you earn from racing and stuff to buy items, you know, to deck out your car and characters and stuff. But, like, the idea of a rotating item shop is an- another great thing for for Rocket League, and I can't believe it actually hasn't been in there sooner. Yeah, I, and I, like I said, I'm not opposed to it. There have been some cars that have come in that uh, those crates, they be like, oh, wow, that's a pretty slick car. And unless you just happen to get lucky, it, you know, it doesn't work out for you. Like I said, I, I've gotten a couple of, of paint schemes, and I've got, I don't know, three or five decipher keys that I've earned throughout, you know, that you've earned free throughout the season pass or that I was able to purchase through one of the holiday events that I haven't used towards a, a box because I'm afraid, of, I'm afraid that I'll get junk instead of something good and you know you'll like we're talking about all these customization items from rocket league but like what better way to like what better ride could you have like customization for a vehicle than you know one of those old timey you know like the old military planes that have like the shark face on them oh those were always cool the yeah. old, the, the old uh, what were they called the old warhawks i think that's what they're p40 warhawks those were cool well if you want something akin to that Activision and Crash Team Racing have got you covered because for the time, uh, for a short time, you can purchase the uh, the cart. It's actually a plane called the Firehawk, that which has that kind of shark face design on it. Um, you can buy that for five dollars to use in Crash Team Racing. Uh, this is um, story coming from Destructoid and Brett McDonsky. Uh, basically, this is to raise money. They're hoping to raise a million dollars for the COD endowment, the Call of Duty uh, endowment, which places uh, veterans, you know, obviously uh, people, um, places veterans into civilian jobs once they come back uh, from overseas and fighting and serving in the military and everything. So definitely a good cause. Um, they don't have a date on it, but once they surpass a million dollars, they're going to take it off the store. So if you want this badass Firehawk vehicle to use in Crash Team Racing, pony up the five bucks and do something good for charity. I think it's cool. I mean, not that I'm a Call of Duty fan, but I, I saw an animation of of the plane and it's not like a plane on wheels the plane actually hovers and crash has got his own little goggles on his head yeah it's aviator crash from crash warped he's a it's a legendary skin within the game that you can earn 
So I I think it's pretty cool. And if if I had Crash Team Racing, I think I would drop the five bucks for it. Yeah, as part of the new Grand Prix, they well, I don't know if it's part of the new Grand Prix, but they've all they've also have in the pit stop a shark face decal on there. So I, the sad thing is, I don't think you can customize the plane, the Firehawk. It just kind of is the way it is. But uh, if you could put the shark face on there, that'd even be even better. Because that would got, be even cooler. Yeah, it's got the teeth and it's got a tongue hanging out, but it doesn't have the eye of the shark, which is a little disappointing. But it still looks really cool. That's awesome. Yep, so definitely a uh, a cool item to have in Crash Team Racing. They've got a ton of carts, too. They've pulled from all the, the years of Crash Racing and his karting, so uh, just another great addition to the game. So, and, you know charity and, and helping people. I mean, that's, we can both get behind that. That's what we're all about. Absolutely. So that is going to bring us to the end of the show. I admit that I'm a little frustrated because hopefully Tricky has edited it out, but I've had issues with my internet tonight. And, you know, I, we used to make jokes that Yield's internet was run by a hamster, but uh, it's a little stormy here in Louisville. And I can only hope that that is the reason that my internet is screwing up and not just the fact that uh, AT&T sucks that much. In fact, AT&T probably needs to get more hamsters if their uh, internet wants to work a little better. Like, I don't understand how I pay for fiber internet and it's crap. Run faster! Run faster! Yeah, get like some tigers or some shit in there. Get some lions to run in that little... Well, you'll need a bigger wheel, but get a bigger animal to... At least like a warthog. Something that can produce some power. If you've never, if you have, don't learn anything else from this episode, just learn that you should never use AT and T's universe for internet service. It is trash. So that is going to bring us to the end of the show. I guess before the end of the show, as usual, we go through our housekeeping. Let's clean this shit up. I'm glad you picked up on that yield. Like Generally, every week you hit that, that note, although I do it sometimes too. But I'm glad that when I stop that you pick it up right away so that we're not just hanging, hanging there with some dead air. We, we, we've recorded once or twice. Before. This Before. is, yes. Yes. Back in the day, we used to record a lot more. A lot more. Of course, back in the day, you could also buy Crystal Pepsi, so many things have gone by the wayside. That is true. Crystal Pepsi was good. Was it good or was it just a novelty? I don't know. I, I mean, to me, I, I guess it was a novelty because to me it was it's Pepsi, but it's clear. Yeah, I'll tell you what's not a novelty though and what's pure goodness is uh, some Ecto Cooler right there. It's so good that people went and created their own recipe for it years after, decades after it went off the market. Was it just as good? I haven't tried it. I haven't made, uh, some, made some at home. Yeah, I assume so because people are raving about it on the internet. I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's been circling the net for a while now. You you should you should get the recipe and try it. And I hope that the internet would not propagate a and circulate a makeshift in, uh, recipe for some ecto cooler if it wasn't actually good. Because if I have waited so long to have another ecto cooler and I create it from this recipe and it's garbage, I'm gonna be pissed. About as pissed as I am about AT and T for our internet service. Oh, I don't know if you know this yield. Well, you know this because you saw the chat. But the new Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters remake. Well, not remake. Yeah, remaster. There we go. Remaster. The go- that's the right word. We have all these re things here in the you know remasters, remakes, um, re-releases, all that. Fin- finally, got settled on remaster. But the remaster of the Ghostbusters game that came out for the PlayStation Three is out. Yes, 
Joe, Joe uh, from the GameStep podcast got it. And um, unfortunately, I mean, it's uh, he said that there was an issue with the disc copy. He said basically the game keeps crashing, which is something to look out for. But I did like the fact that um, they took out the multiplayer, at least for now. I think they're going to add it back in. But the multiplayer yeah. trophies, to get the platinum, you don't need to do them this time around. Because that was the one thing that kept me from getting the platinum in the original game was the internet servers being, well, some of the challenges being ridiculous, but also the internet servers going down so quickly, they shut them down. Yeah, so I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm looking to pick that game up. Is it regular price? Do you know? Thir- uh, 30 or 40 bucks is what I saw. Okay, so about like the same price as the Crash Team Racing, uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Refueled. Nitro yes. Refueled. Let's go. Yes. That's not trying to get 60 more bucks out of it. Yeah, that was a really fun game, and I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I was disappointed that I couldn't get the platinum because of the multiplayer challenges and because just the internet was the the multiplayer internet was just so busted. But uh, yeah, I, as soon as I, I had completely forgotten about that, and then when Joe posted, I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, perfect time for the game to come out. Well, yeah, but, I didn't realize that it was coming out. So I mean, I knew it was like in the next week or two. So, but I just didn't realize it was like now. Yeah, so I'm probably going to try to pick that up and earn the Platinum that I didn't get to before because... You can do it! Atari and the multiplayer robbed me of that. So, that may be the longest time between when we say we're going to clean things up and... Uh, when we clean them getting, up? Yeah, getting to the actual cleaning. Well, Proving Gamer is looking for some help. If you are a talented writer, podcaster, video editor, or news reporter, please go to ProvingGamer.com and click the Help Wanted tab at the top of the page. Fill out everything, and Tricky will get to you as soon as he possibly can. If you're on Twitch and you like to watch people play video games on Twitch, go to twitch.tv backslash ProvingGamer to see what we're streaming. Tricky said that he's had issues with his technology as of late, but that should be cleared cleared up soon, and he should be back streaming in no time. If you want to contact the show, or at least the host on the show, we uh, we have Twitters. You can contact Proving Gamer at Proving Gamer. There's also me. I'm Son- at Sonosaurus Rex, at Tricky Mick. I yield to no one. At Batchild27 and then at Sidney for Sid. That's S I D D E R N E Y. We also have an email, TrophyHorrors at ProvingGamer.com, as well as a phone number three three zero Proven Nine, which translates to what numbers yield? Three three zero seven seven six eight three six nine. And if you like what we do here on Trophy Whores, there are plenty of other quality podcasts on the Proven Proven Gamer Podcast Network, including PG Spoilers, the flagship show of the PG Network, starring Resident Daryl. And yes, I know that for a long time, PG Spoilers were not releasing very many episodes, maybe one every Harvest Moon. But now with Daryl at the helm, they are doing far more releases. So go and check out what they're doing with PG Spoilers. Also... Go check out Andy and Steven on the Nintendo Dual Screens, who, you know, obviously a Nintendo-focused podcast, but they also have a lot of developers, including any developers on the show, so lots of great interview topics and segments and a lot of just great chats between some game makers, so do uh, definitely go check out what they're doing on Nintendo Dual Screens, as well as Game Stuff with Joe, Kalai, and Roberto. We have been given credit to Roberto because, or excuse me, Roberto, because it's all Tricky's fault, and he refused to mention Roberto on one episode of shoutout or one shoutouts of the show. So I was like, okay, well, we'll just omit Roberto from here on. But no, we're gonna give Roberto his credit finally. Uh, go check out Game Stuff, which is a more generalized gaming podcast, uh, but still lots of great, um, 
I don't want to say that. That sounds bad. So definitely go check out the game, the Game Stuff podcast, which is a more generalized game podcast with Kalai, Joe, and Roberto. Where can you get all these great podcasts? Well, plenty of places, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your various podcast apps, Google Play, TuneIn, and you can find Trophy Horrors and Nintendo Dual Screens. Sorry, brain fart. I lost my thought. On iHeartRadio and Spotify. Oh, and you can also find Trophy Horrors on Pandora as well. If you know you're tired of listening to the Metallica station. You know, I uh, I used to use Pandora, and no matter how many times I would thumbs down Metallica, they would always pop up on some channel for me. Like, I'd be listening to some song alike, <laughs> and all of a sudden Metallica comes on, and I'm like, fuck this. <sighs> That's Infuriating. I expect better from you, Pandora. I expect better service to me. Instant That's gratification. Fun. That, that, that's good stuff. They're like, no, you're going to listen to it. Yield, before I rant against Metallica, how about you tell me about our PlayStation 4 communities? So, the site has one called Proven Gamer. Trophy Horse has one called T-Dub's Brothel, because Shuhei or Sony or a collaboration of all of them won't allow us to say whores, no matter how you do it. And then I've got one called Platinum Guild, where you can come play, post your latest Platinum. Yes, come see Tricky's 50 Platinums from his Japanese graphic novels. Yeah. He didn't post those, did he? No. Oh, very thankfully so, because that would just, the wall would be, you know what, you know somebody else on that, that wall. JT probably wouldn't go for it, but there'd probably be somebody in that group that would be like, oh, hey, yeah, that I sounds do, good. I can do that. Tricky better hope that Daryl never sinks to that, because he'll catch Tricky real quick. Oh, he'll leave him in his dust. Oh, sponsors. It's sponsorship time. Sponsors. Uh, we tried, just tried to make a jingle and we failed at it hard. Proof of Gamer is proud to be in a partnership with the Humble Bundle. If you don't know what Humble Bundle is, it is a charity initiative that every month they bundle together all different types of media, um, books, digital books, video games. Uh, basically, it's a... I said charity initiative. Fuck, I'm lost. I'm lost. But basically, every month they bundle together all this great content. Uh, they have you know video game bundles. They have digital book bundles. Everything, every you know, anything a nerd can want. And they sell it at a reduced price. Now it is each bundle is tiered, so the more you pay, the more content you'll get. So if you pay the if you pay the you know the lowest amount price, you maybe get you know five out of nine games from the video game bundle. Uh, but this is for charity, so the more you can pay, the better. And even if you have to spend twenty bucks to get all the games, it's still a ton of great content for a very like a clearance price. So you know a lot of the bundles are valued at over two hundred dollars. So you know spend the extra money to get everything. If you want to you know check out what Home Bundle has to offer this month, go to HomeBundle.com. And uh, also check, go to sign up for the electronic newsletter, which they have uh, the sign up stuff at the bottom of the homebundle.com page. Amazon is a great place to shop. It makes life easier because you can sh- shop from the comfort of your own home, you know, while you're watching some spooky movies on Netflix. Before you go to amazon.com, please come to provengamer.com first and click the link that we have on the side of our page. Once you do that, it'll take you to amazon.com. I know it's an extra step, but it does help the site a lot, um, you know, we put out a lot of great content, a lot of it, you know, pretty much all of it for free. But if you want to support us in some small way, all you got to do is take that one extra step to go to provingamer.com and then go to amazon.com from there. Easy jump, and like we said, we do definitely appreciate it. 
If you do want to support us another way, you can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash ProvenGamer. And we definitely want to give shout-outs to our Patreon producers, Felicia Steph and CJ Anderson, for their continued support of the show. But yes, there are different tiers and different prizes, rewards that you can get for supporting the show on different levels. So go to go to our page to check out what Tricky has set up for you. I think one of the mentioned things he mentioned possibly adding in the future is a mobile app that would be free to download. Um, so the the uh, website again is or the page again is patreon.com backslash proven gamer. And if, even if you can't donate money to us, if you can't help out that way, just spread the word, word of mouth, review us on iTunes. Uh, do it or Apple Podcast, whatever it's called these days. Uh, just help spread the word of trophy horrors via word of mouth. It's the best advertising we can ask for. And yields. I don't want the listeners just to listen to me ramble on forever. How about okay. you tell them about Extra Life? So Extra Life is a 24-hour video game charity event. It happens to fall on November 2nd this year, which for the United States is daylight savings time. So technically, we get to do it for 25 hours. So what you do, you go to extra-life.org, you create a team. Whether you join a team, you can join our team, Proven Gamer has a team. You can create your own team. You can just go solo, all Maverick-like. And what you do is you sign up, you go and get family members, co-workers, friends, total strangers to donate monies to you. And you take those monies and you select a Children's Miracle Network hospital of your choosing. And 100% of the monies that you earn goes directly to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital that you've selected. So you get to play video games for 25 hours, and you're helping kids. It's a win-win. Play games, heal kids, the motto for Extra Life. Could not be more accurate. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Well, Yield, I think that is going to bring us to our shout-outs. Why don't you uh, show the people some love? So I'd like to give a, a shout out to my wife who had a birthday this past week. Love you, honey. Uh, a shout out to you, all the pimps and the madams of the whoredom. Thank you for downloading, listening, interacting with us, poking fun at Tricky. Uh, a uh, shout out to IGN and Destructoid for the articles for which we were able to discuss for you this fine evening. Shout out to Alex. For recording tonight, and uh, a tribute to your AT and T internet. See, now you got now you, you all know how I felt with my crappy internet. And finally, a shout out to my Buckeyes who are undefeated and rolling. Haters, because the rest of the world loves hearing the Ohio State fans uh, prattle on about their team. Well, I'm I'm not overly prattling on, but I will poke the bear every now and again. Yes. So, twerp you, AT and T. Yes. Do not fall for the same trap that I did with going with a lower price and crappier internet. No matter how great they tell you their fiber internet is, it's shit. Don't do it. Give a shout out to the listeners, the fuel to the fire that is Trophy Horse. Thank you all very much for your continued support of Trophy Horse. Without you guys, the show wouldn't exist, and it w- certainly wouldn't be um, as popular and as widespread as today. So w- because of you all, you know, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Spotify, we're now on Pandora. So thank you all for continuing to support the show and help us grow to even greater and greater heights. Give a shout out to Yield, as well as Tricky, who could not join us tonight. And... Um, Trying to think if there's anyone else that I need to shout out to before uh, 
Shout out to Ashley. Uh, I'll give a shout out to Crash Bandicoot because Crash Bandicoot continues to be awesome, and he is in the resurgence of a lifetime. Like, I can't think of any character that has gone from irrelevant to mega popular as fast as Crash has more recently. Kind of like he did when he crashed onto the scene. I don't play drums really well, but I would give you that little if uh, if I could. If I had a rock band, it'd be nice if we had a rock band uh, set up right next to us and we could just do it like authentic. I don't even know what to call that. I guess drum roll. Well, that's not really a drum yeah, roll. drum roll. But yeah, I mean, Crash's rise, uh, re-rise has been almost Phoenix-like. And there's even talks of him potentially. I mean, people are guessing that he's going to end up being a DLC character in Super Smash Brothers, which would be awesome. Bring Crash to Smash. Because even if he's owned by Activision, that would be a great way to sneak a... Because most people still associate Crash to Sony. Be a great way to sneak a Sony character, using air quotes there, into Super Smash Brothers. That'd be so much fun. Oh, I know who else we forgot to give a shout out to. Sean Layton. Oh, yes, that's right. We had that uh, that new story, yes. Sean Layden, who has been with the company since 1987, um, he was the chairman of Worldwide Studios most recently, has announced that he is stepping away from Sony. Uh, there's no kind of information about what he's doing next, but, you know, under his tenure, obviously we've gotten some of the, uh, some of the greatest games in PlayStation history, including, you know, like um, Horizon Zero Dawn as well as God of War. So definitely a big shout-out to Sean Layden and all the hard work that he put into Sony. It's time at Sony you know, since the 1980s. That's that's huge. That's a long tenure. Enjoy your next, John. Thank you for everything you've done for Sony. Absolutely. So that is going to bring us to the end of the show. We hoped you all enjoyed. And until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later.